This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 11, Mr. Money Mustache's Own Story, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's post comes to us from the always fascinating Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com, and we will get to that in just a moment. But first, as we start a new week of shows, I want to remind you that if you haven't already done it, please subscribe to the podcast. That helps Optimal Finance Daily rise in the podcast rankings on iTunes. And it's convenient for you as well because you'll get all of our new episodes delivered to you automatically. You don't have to go hunting for them. And that's it. So let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Mr. Money Mustache's Own Story by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. I see that sissy the realist has been posting on my blog. I hope that doesn't happen too often. Suck is too soft. You'll never get anywhere with piddly numbers like $5 a month or $5 a day. And I had to laugh at that example. Would anyone really start buying lunch at a restaurant when they were already so tight on cash that they were saving nothing? And would they continue buying it once they saw that their credit card balance was starting to grow? What kind of idiot would do that? Why does this guy call himself the realist with such an unrealistically stupid example? What I want you to do is start thinking of real savings, not putting away $5 or $150 per month, but more like $5,000 per month. Not everyone can do that, but a middle-class American family with two teachers making $60K each per year who are currently saving zero and struggling to get by, they should be socking away $5,000 per month. Word. Here's my story so you can see how it's done. As a boy, I learned frugality by growing up in a family where my parents didn't buy much stuff. Instead of having stuff given to me, I had to get a paper route, trudging six days every week in the bleak Ontario, Canada weather for 30 bucks. After this experience, earning $4.15 an hour in a gas station with a partially heated booth was incredibly cushy and generous. Imagine then how amazing it was the next year to earn $6.50 an hour to work in a convenience store with not only windows and doors to protect you from the weather, but heat and air conditioning that allowed you to wear indoor clothing year-round. I was making $650 a month, going to high school, and by the end of the year, I had $5,000 in the bank. My point is that in the United States and other rich countries, you've got it good. Even if you work in Walmart, you make more money than I did, you get to walk around in a huge fancy store, and you can save almost everything you earn if you don't get ridiculous and waste it all. When I made $650 an hour, I knew it wasn't enough to afford a car or my own apartment at age 16. Well, it was enough, but only if I wanted to spend everything I earned, so I stayed at my parents' house. When I started making more, I was ready to up the lifestyle a bit, but not a huge amount. From here, the MMM story goes on. I went to university, but picked the local one so I could live rent-free with family. I worked in the summers and found affordable ways to party, so I graduated with no debt. A decent professional job awaited at graduation, so I upped the ante to include my first used car and a house shared with many roommates. Rent, $270 a month. After a few raises and new jobs, I moved to the USA, doubled the salary, but kept the used car and the living with roommates situation. Finally, a 20% down payment had been saved for a house, so I made the jump to buy my first fixer-upper, sharing it and working on it with my future wife. 
At this point, we had it made. Double incomes, low mortgage. We let the good times roll a little bit, enjoying the same luxuries as our peers, doing plenty of international travel. But the difference was, we were spending only about 25% of disposable income, while they were spending 90% because of additional expenses like auto loans, higher mortgages, and hidden stuff like clothes and restaurants. This meant saving a good $4,000 a month, which rapidly compounds and results in a net savings of $7,000 a month after a few years. Pretty soon, we were on a treadmill that was pushing us forwards instead of fighting one that pulled us back. At this point, we could have bought a huge house or a small fleet of nice cars, but instead, we spent the money on the ultimate luxury, quitting our jobs. For other people, a sailboat or starting a local charitable trust might be the luxury of choice. You get to choose your own reward. But it's all about not getting stupid when you can't yet afford it. For example, when you're making $30,000 a year, you can't be out buying $7 martinis on the weekends and financing a $20,000 new car. At this level, you are still in the cooking at home and riding your bike club. Maybe a $3,000 used car if you can buy it in cash and if it's really necessary to get to work. When can you truly afford a fancy car like a BMW? Well, once you have the cash for it in the bank, your house and all other debts are fully paid off, and you are either retired or very comfortable with delaying your eventual retirement for a year or more to pay for this depreciating piece of luxury property. Then you can roll into the dealership. The funny part is, if you follow the ways of the money mustache, you'll hit these levels sooner than you think. So you can borrow to buy the BMW today and pay for it forever, or you can pick it up with the spare change in your wallet in the surprisingly near future and be a happier person for the wait. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. You just listened to the post titled Mr. Money Mustache's Own Story by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. If you have any comments about today's post or the author, please let us know. Just come to oldpodcast.com, oldpodcast.com and share your thoughts. So I'm going to go head outside and enjoy the uh, spring weather today. Looks like we're going to get up into the 60s and 70s this week, which is kind of crazy. And of course, it would happen the week that uh, my family and I are going on a trip to Georgia. We thought we would escape the uh, March chill and head down south. But of course, it's going to be warm here in Pennsylvania anyway. But oh well, I'll enjoy it. Hope it's warm where you are. We'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more, 
from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.